Hi, you're listening to Secrets for an Inspirational Life with me, your host, Mimi Novik. I'm so happy and thrilled to have you here with me. I have created this series for all of us so we can change our world together and live a more holistic and balanced life. Together, we will share lots of inspiring stories from all walks of life, speak with leading experts, enjoy healthy living ideas, explore music and subjects that inspire each other to always have hope. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate all of you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Secrets for an Inspirational Life. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that everyone is feeling fine and finding a little bit of joy, a little bit of happiness in these times. Here in the United Kingdom, we have a day, well, anyway, where I am, I don't know where, about where my next guest is. Um, what the weather is. I'm going to ask him, but here it's raining a lot. Um, So we're trying to make the best out of life, even in the most difficult moments. I think that's the key sometimes to happiness is to find pleasures and beautiful things in the moments that pass us by, that then eventually become our memories. And Something that I always, you know, wonder um, about is the subject of pain. Now, I always think, where does actually pain come from and where does it go when it leaves us? It's a little bit like the wind. You know, where does the wind come from and where does it go to? It's something that is elusive and none of us can really feel anyone's pain whether that be mental or physical emotional or spiritual it is something that really is a very personal and private thing to ourselves and we can sometimes forget as human beings that although some of us may look as if we are leading normal lives in inverted commas normal because you know Where is that place called normal? It's somewhere certainly that I've never been. Um, But we don't know really what is going on in someone's life. We don't know what pain, what trauma that they're going through. And I believe that personally speaking, having gone through a lot of physical pain in my life and even now because I have lots of um, different issues as we all have, is that we should try to be more compassionate and more understanding. And hopefully we can find that bridge to each other and touch each other's hands in a way that we can help each other to survive these testing times on earth, but also times that are the potential for a huge love and a huge awakening. Now, I have a rather special guest today. Um, I know all my guests are special, but this particular guest is 
something that really resonates with me, his story. And I had the pleasure of welcoming Anthony James Mattox. Anthony's story is quite incredulous. Anthony was a financial advisor and he was working long hours and leading a stressful lifestyle. You know, as people in the finance industry in the world tell me, it's not an easy life. And one day when Anthony was 50, he began to have a whole week of severe headaches, which then led to him being rushed to hospital to actually have a life-saving brain operation. He thought that his life was over, naturally, but he made a really an amazing recovery and was happy and joyful, understandably, to be alive. And it was at this point that he was inspired to set up AJM Productions. Now, AJM was started as an inspiration as he was laying in the hospital bed and wondering what was his life all about. I'm sure most of us have that feeling at some point in our lives. So he began to make up funny films and edits to cheer himself up and his friends to help him really and also them through the dark times of life. This then led Anthony to create videos for charities and he supports 36 charities worldwide. One of the first ones he did, in fact, was for Eddie Kidd. Then in 2018, Anthony started to get pain in his head. And this pain is likened to electric shocks. And after lengthy visits to the doctor, he was then diagnosed with trigeminal neuralgia. He is now a crusader in raising awareness worldwide of this debilitating and really life-altering condition that not many people know about, and yet it really affects people in a profound way. Today, he shares his incredible journey. Welcome, Anthony. Hello there, baby. Hi, Anthony. Thank you so much for coming on. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Oh, how are you today? Um, very well, thank you. Um, speaking from a very wet Edinburgh today. <laughs> oh, is it wet in Scotland as well? Uh, as always, yes. Oh, is it something that is usual for up there? I never know the weather in Scotland, what that's um, like. We all walk a bit with webbed feet. <laughs> <laughs> it's handy then, is it, to have webbed feet if you come oh, to yes. Scotland? <laughs> yes, I've uh, actually never been there, but it's on my sort of list to come up there. I hear that it's um, very beautiful, especially the highlands. Well, um, I have an outside swimming pool at the moment. Um, I think um, what the rest of the world call it is a, a very big puddle. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, do you, have you always lived there? Um, yes. Um, about maybe 10, 11 years in Shetland. Um, uh, that was through um, another sad time of my life. Uh, I used to be a trainee pharmacist and... Um, Part of the job was dealing with um, people who were on drugs and uh, ex-drug addicts, etc. Mm -hmm. And I found out that three of my uh, best friends were on drugs. 
and they sadly passed away. Saw the signs too late. So oh, okay. one of my friends from school actually moved to Shetland. So I thought, I'll go up to Shetland for a holiday and ended up staying there. <laughs> and how long were you there for? Uh, about 10 years. Oh, okay. okay. Is it very remote? Oh, yes. It's, mm. getting, very, it's getting more commercialised nowadays, but um, as anywhere else, you can't really get a quiet place in the world now. So I thought yeah. um, missing Edinburgh too much and my family were obviously getting older and it was too far up there. So they said they'd come back to Edinburgh again. And what's Edinburgh Castle like? Um, big, on a rock. <laughs> Is it, it The views, I mean, when I look at, as I said to you, I haven't been as yet, but the views look amazing. Oh, they are. You can see for miles there are, if you get lucky to get a sunny day, you can mm. see miles right over to Fife and um, the three fourth row bridges. Uh, sorry, fourth, the three bridges over the fourth now. Um, you can see right over there, and um, it's like going on top of um, Arthur's Seat. Um, there's a bit that shows you um, arrows, how far New York is, how far Australia is. Oh goodness! And all the different um, arrows point in different areas. So. Um, I've only been up a couple of times and I want to try and get back up there once more just before mm. um, I'm too old to do anything. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm fascinating. You know, I love, you know, Scotland, even though I haven't been, but I, I, I adore the photographs and I have done since I was a child. So I have to try to get up there because uh, it seems such a magical place, is it? Um, well, people up here have funny accents. <laughs> so you, have to, you have to listen carefully but then we have funny accents down here <laughs> our island's so small it's like um, Australia is so big mm. New Zealand small but everyone over there has the same accent um, UK is such a small island but yes. we all, all speak so differently with so many different accents <laughs> it's very true very true when I uh, I have a friend and um, it's funny because he lives in Russia and um, he said, I can't understand you. And I said, what do you mean you can't understand me? He said, can you talk like you're on an American film set? I said, no, I can't. What are you talking about? He said, I don't understand you. But he has a friend in London who he totally underst understands, who's from the East End. But me, he doesn't understand at all. And he said, can you just say that again? <laughs> just say that again. So it's a funny old thing, accents, isn't it? Now, anyway, I could talk to you all day about that. Now, you have an absolutely amazing story, don't you? Um, well, I thought mm. my life was like anybody else. There's nothing really to um, shout about. But um, <clears throat> Tell us a little bit. Tell us, let's go back and tell us a little bit with this journey and where it all began? Um, well, actually, strange enough, started in the hospital bed. Um, as I said, um, I didn't think much of life. Um, and then when your life's actually threatened, it actually um, gives you a different look on life. Um, so I usually, I'm the kind of person that lasts things off, um, just make a joke about everything. And um, 
it was a day after surgery when um, the least noise actually just went right through your head. And um, that was a brain aneurysm. I actually have three coils um, in my head just now from the, uh, the bus aneurysm. Um, in your, uh, where, where is that? In, actually in your brain? It's in my brain, yes. Um, a lot of people say I've not got one, but I can prove I've got coils there. <laughs> oh. Now, um, what, is, what are the coils actually? What's their job? It's actually just, it's like, um, the best way to describe it is if you, if you've got a hole in your jeans, you uh, sew a patch onto it. So the coils are just there to um, tie the um, aneurysm off to stop it bleeding. Ah, okay. Okay, now, but let, let's, okay, sorry to interrupt you, but I have to just make this clear. You were working as a financial advisor. I was, yes. And what happened? One day, you were 50, suddenly. Just suddenly, um, I started getting these headaches. um, And a whole week, and Kristen says, um, at the weekend, I'm going to phone the hospital. And I said, I'm not going to... And Christine's your partner. She is, yes, of mm-hmm. uh, 16 years now. <laughs> wow, congratulations. Thank you. And uh, my, as um, Deborah Fennell says, uh, my life angel, I'm my earth angel. <laughs> um, she really is. I have to say to the listeners that when you hear the story, she definitely, Christine is definitely Anthony's earth angel for sure. Well, she's saved my life um, three times now. Um <clears throat> Once with the, uh, the sorry, once with the brain aneurysm, uh, mm-hmm. and then another one with the TN, and um, with just maybe about four months after the brain aneurysm, your coordination is still off. It's just not right, and obviously I had to like learn to walk again to walk in a straight line, and um, I was in the bathroom and she heard the um, a mighty crash. And what actually happened was I collapsed in the bathroom and I took my, um, my face off the radiator, which actually pushed the, um, the left eyeball into the socket. And um, I, had, I was rushed to the hospital and um, they sucked the eyeball back out again. <laughs> Sounds terrible. But, um, oh, my goodness. Uh, I had uh, a lot of scarring around um, my left eye and the doctor kept coming to the house telling Christine that um, I was going to lose the eyesight out of my left eye because the injury was that severe. Damn. And Christine being Christine, she bathed my, my eye every hour on the hour with warm milk. And um, the doctor was saying, no, there's no need. It's going to lose your eyesight. You're going to lose the eyesight. And Christine being Christine, she um, bathed the eye, bathed the eye. And some strange thing, the eyesight came back again, and I could see perfectly well with my left eye. So not only has she saved my life twice, she's actually seen my eyesight as well. Oh, my goodness. So um, people say I should get an award for what I do. Um, I'm just doing what I think is best, just to um, save the world. Uh, Christine should get an award for saving my life so I can get on with what I'm doing for the world. So what, she's, wow. She's a true um, angel there. Um, what a beautiful soul. I mean, really, both of you, um, the listeners, you know, I, 
I'm going, we're going to go through the story, but you know that when somebody suffers like this in such a huge way, and there are people there that are, in fact, I believe, earth angels, you know, you, you just don't realize, do you, at the time, well, as people what know, someone is capable of, do you, in, in the good sense? Well, as people know, uh, my surname is Mattox, and um, they always say you find your, um, your life partner. Well, Christine's surname is Cotton, which is Mattox spelt backwards. Oh, okay. So I'm M-A-T-T-O-C-K-S. Christian's surname's C-O-T-T-A-M. Mattock's backwards. Isn't that incredible? <laughs> so that's a, that's a weird one. <laughs> but there's everything. You know, it's called synchronization. I think, you know, I believe in this. I don't know about you, um, Anthony, but everything in life is somehow weave the people that we meet, the things that we do, the things that we, you know, go through. There's a huge sort of thread that runs through all of us. Uh, it's just long before uh, Facebook was ever thought of. Um, Chris and I actually met on a, a phone chat line. Mm -hmm. and, uh, she loved the, the accent so much. And um, <clears throat> I love the Yorkshire accent so much. She still says it's Yorkshire, not Shire. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I was always um, a Doctor Who fan. And um, the power of Facebook once again on what I do. Um, uh, Fraser Hines, a great friend of mine now, which um, I love Doctor Who. I love Emmerdale. I love the Yorkshire accent. Um, Fraser Hines played a Scottish character in Doctor Who, and now Fraser Hines is a character, uh, sorry, a friend on Facebook. And I'm thinking, <laughs> you just can't make it up. It's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is in, it's incredible, really, how um, things happen, and always for a reason, for sure, that I, I'm absolutely convinced of that. Now, you went and had a major brain surgery, and you awoke from that. What happened then? You, what were the effects? Did you well, have any lasting physical effects, first of all? Um, as I say, I need a walking stick now for my balance. Um, I had to learn to walk again just to get the coordination. Um, mm. But I always laugh things off. Um, I still thought it was a, a joke and um, people were messing with me kind of thing. And, it was really when the surgeon came and spoke to Christine and myself at the bedside. And the surgeon said to Christine, if you never made the phone call, you'd have died today. That's how serious it was. And I thought, it's only a joke. I'm just laugh it off. Mm -hmm. and it was when you started thinking back on it. And uh, <clears throat> that's when the horrible dream started about um, actually died. <clears throat> And um, the dreams were there for a long time that I actually died. And uh, it was very difficult to shake that off. You were dreaming that you were dying prior to this happening or after this happening? Uh, after. I actually dreamt that I, actually di I died on the operating table. And um, Christian and my mum were actually standing over me. 
mm-hmm. saying uh, it's gone, it's gone. And I still get these dreams back and forth, especially um, when we go on to the TN bit. Um, I have a mask that I put, put on at night. I've got sleep apnea as well. Ah, okay. So um, it was actually, uh, once again, Christine again. So she's actually saved my life three times. <laughs> um, it was actually when Christine <clears throat> was actually awake to see and actually stopped breathing in my sleep. Mm. So she shook me to um, get me back again. And then they said, you have to go to the hospital. You're, you're stopped breathing when you're sleeping. So went to the hospital once again, and um, they had put monitors and everything on me. And I actually stopped breathing, I think it was 45 times in a 10-minute like t- period. Mm-hmm. So um, what actually happened then was I've got this mask that gives me a continuous um, flow of air that keeps me alive when I'm sleeping. And is that something that you developed after the surgery? Uh, yes, it was, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought um, I love my sleep, <laughs> um, as everybody does. But um, to get told that you're actually um, your heart stopping and you're stopped breathing in your sleep, um, you're actually scared to go to sleep after that. So it's like an insomniac that um, I thought, if I go to sleep, is this my last time? Am I going to wake mm-hmm. up again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have the mask. And with the TN pains, the um, I'm actually showing the, you know, my face here. <laughs> um, the strap actually goes across my face, but the TN is at its most. So I have to take these tablets at night to um, numb my face, and then I can put the mask on without any pain so I can go to sleep. So uh, it's a very horrible time. <laughs> but, and uh, do, you, do you still do that? Do you oh, still... yes, every night, every night, yes. So this is something that you've had to do. How long ago um, was the operation, Anthony? Um, well, it was just after a, a week after my 50th birthday. So um, I'm coming up for 58 now. So this October, it'll be eight years ago. So for eight years now, you have had to do this whole ritual, in effect, in order to be able to stay alive in order to breathe and in order to get some sort of rest and sleep? Yes, anytime I want to have a, a nap in a settee with sleep apnea, I have to put the mask on. But with the TN pains, I have to take pills first to um, numb my face so I can get the mask on without any pain arising. Oh, dear. So, uh, it's a... As I say, I like to um, laugh things off and say mm-hmm. I could have died in 2012, so um, every day is a bonus to me. And that's why I try to... Um, <clears throat> try to help the world the best I can. And that is what you do now, because from your hospital bed, you set up AGM, productions and tell us a little bit about that and what do you do now because I know that you do so many many different things to help people and this is why you know I'll say to everybody out there Anthony is really you know he's such an inspirational person that really no matter what we're going through don't lose hope because he is such a beacon of light out there 
for the people. And, you know, if he can do it, we can all try to do something in our own small way, isn't it, Anthony? I think so, yes. Because, um, as I said, since 2012, mm. my, my first life died. I, I'm, I'm dead and gone. Um, I'm on my Do you really life. feel like that? Do you feel oh, yes, that? Um, Explain that uh, a little bit. Well, before 2012, um, I would say, not a horrible person, but um, a person that wouldn't make friends easy. Um, I was um, no time for anybody or my partner kind of thing. Um, but it's when you lose your life, you kind of think back on it thinking, hang on, I should have been dead now. What can I do to improve? And as I said to Deborah Farella, it was um, seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, but mm. beyond that, which means um, I should be dead. I've seen the life. I've seen my life flash before me. It was a horrible life. How can I get to improve that? So I started doing funny edits, um, just silly things on Facebook to make people happy. And then I decided to um, go further by creating videos for uh, charities, thinking um, I can't give much money, I don't have money, but how can I do it another way? And I thought I'll raise awareness for um, different charities and um, bring light to them. And then obviously getting the TN, that was a big um, kick in the teeth, thinking what the hell have I got now? Um, what have I done to deserve this? And I always look back at it thinking, I was given TN for a reason. And that reason was to wake up the world to the TN pains. And that's why I do what I do with um, the videos and the, the movies I've done now. And how many videos, because you've done a lot, how many videos have you done now, Anthony, raising uh, awareness for oh trigeminal neuralgia? Well, over, I've done about over 700 videos in total. Um, and I've done about three movies. Um, but 400 videos on TN, certainly. And um, I'm working on my third TN movie just now. But no one else has done what I've done. Um, hmm. They also decided to put... Um, sorry, there's a nice man in the background here. <laughs> oh, I haven't heard... Oh, my goodness. That took me back to my childhood. <laughs> I haven't heard one of them in years. Oh, very noisy. <laughs> oh, Live TV. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. <laughs> oh, she's moving. There we go. That's it. Silence Is Christine going to run out and get an ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> well, Paul, you know, get a, a cone. Who wants a cone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yes, so um, having TN, I was given that for a reason, and that reason was to wake up the world. So I've done over 400 um, TN music videos. And where can you find them, Anthony? Sorry? Where can the videos, where can people find oh, them? On YouTube, just type in AG, uh, AGM Productions and you'll see my mm -hmm. stuff there. Okay. Um, I'm working on my third movie as I speak and this is going to be, it goes back to Deborah Fenella and Jamie Long and the project we're working on just now. But, and Deborah is uh, someone that we've had actually, um, I've had her on. She's a lovely lady in oh, one of the previous, is. yeah, in one of the previous episodes. Um, and Deborah is just for the listeners out there. Deborah Fanella, um, 
she's an actress and a host, a TV host, and does all sorts of things, and a singer. And Anthony's actually uh, collaborating, aren't you, with her? And yes. is it, who is the other person? I said Jamie Long. Jamie Long, and you're creating, a, is it a film together? It's, a, it's something quite different to other normal films. This film oh. is going to be um, made up of people's stories, their life stories, whether it's on their own video or their own words. But we're putting everything together, and it's going to be, which we hope it's going to be, a life manual to um, anybody that's going through abuse at the time or um, uh, domestic abuse or bullying or mental health issues. Just... Rather than reading a booklet, a lot of people have got no time to um, read books or... Like an inspirational type of um, video with all different stories, that type of it, thing. Yes. It's like some people, I'll, I'll read a book like myself, um, mm -hmm. I'll read a book and I'll think, what the hell did I just read there? I'd have to go back. But if someone, yeah. something's in front of you, you're actually watching and you're watching other people's stories and how they survived, and the movie is called I Am a, uh, I Am a Survivor. And uh, it's people surviving through all the abuse they've went through in the past. And if people are actually watching other people's stories, they'll take that in a lot better than reading the book. Yes, I do agree with that, actually, because I know when I... This is one of the reasons I started the podcast, is because I wanted to share people's life stories. And always when you hear something, you know, and all the feedback that I've had, Anthony, is that I don't know about you, but, you know, um, people are saying, oh, my goodness, I didn't realize that person, you know, had gone through all of that. And it gives hope and inspiration for people out there to say, you know what, keep going. Don't give up. It's one of the most important things. Well, that's the three most important words that you can get is don't give up. Mm. Um, I've got a very, I wouldn't say life mottos, but um, I've got a lot of things I've picked up in the past. And um, a lot of people say, oh, I've not got much money. Oh, I've not got a very nice house. But what I say to people is, if you can breathe in and you can breathe out, that's the two most richest things a person can have. Anything else is a bonus. If you can mm. breathe in and breathe out, that's all you need. Yeah. And that's one of the mottos I go with quite a lot. Obviously, with all the pain I'm going through, it's, uh, I try to people, get people go, keep going, no matter what they're going through. Especially with Tian as well, because you hear so many horror stories. Yeah. One of my friends in Canada, who actually had a great privilege of meeting, she came from Canada to Edinburgh for a holiday just to meet the person behind the videos, me. <laughs> Oh, isn't that lovely? So she came all the way from Canada and mm. uh, she met me. And um, her TN story is, it's like a horror story. Um, she, has, she has had TN from birth and she's just celebrated her 60th birthday in, in Edinburgh. And um, so she's had a 60 years in her life. And um, I'm thinking, I've had it two years. And I'm like, um, going nuts with it. But having that 60 years in your life, every minute of the day, not knowing where that pain's going to hit you, that is a, a hero to be. It, it, it's a very strange 
one because I actually suffer with it. And um, as we were talking about earlier, and it's one of those things, like you say, you never quite know when the pain is going to hit. And when it does, it can last anything from half an hour to three days to four days. You just don't know. So in a way, it, it's taught me, I don't know about you, Anthony, but it's taught me that um, you really literally have to live every moment at a time and take every moment for the beauty of it because you don't know what the next moment, you know, none of us know uh, whether people have an illness or not. No one knows what the next moment holds, but it, it gives you even more of, I don't know, a, a challenge, gives you more courage and faith to do what you can while you can. I'm a great believer in that. Well, a lot of people see from my videos that um, they say, oh, they love the rain, or oh, they love the wind. It's anything that touches your face, you're going to be in sheer agony with it. One, one raindrop, enough to touch your face, pure agony. A little bit of wind, even like a door closing, um, mm. is enough to cause you pain. Explain to the listeners a little bit, Anthony, for those people who don't know what it is. In a paragraph, what trigeminal neuro, neuro... I mean, you know, you can't really. But um, And then people can look at your videos and look it up because I'm sure there's people out there that are, haven't been diagnosed that do have it. Um, but explain a little bit. Of what I think maybe it's better. What is it like for you on a daily basis? Um, well, as I say, I'm very lucky to have the, um, the pills that I've got. Um, the best way I can describe it is um, going to the dentist to get an injection and the pills that I take numbs my face. Um, whenever, if I'm out, I'm always taking these tablets with me. It's like a, a heart machine that's only going to keep me alive. But it's like um, electric shocks going through your face. You can't touch your eye, you can't touch your cheek, you can't touch your mouth. Anything you drink, anything you put in your mouth, um, brushing your teeth, anything at all. You can't cuddle a loved one because the face touching your face, you um, are in sheer agony. It's um, anything to do with your face. You just can't do anything but just sit and wait till the pain comes. This was before I took the, um, the medication. Um, they call it the suicide disease. Um, <clears throat> I even did a video. Um, it was like my suicide note. Um, so because I actually thought it was dying at the time, so I did this video as my suicide note, just to say uh, goodbye to the world. Um, and then I found the FPA group on um, Facebook. Um, obviously, Christine diagnosed me right away before the doctors did. Mm-hmm. Um, so she saved my life there. Um, the doctors could understand it. They had to Google it. Um, but there's so many people that I've met in the FPA group all over the world. And it was my second um, TN movie that was actually the... Um, the best thing I think anyone's ever done because no one's ever done this before. And that was actually using people's faces 
from all over the world, rather than using just statistics or movie, people saying, oh, so many people died of this. Like the COVID-19 just now, you're hearing all these figures who died where. And people are just saying, oh, that's just numbers. But for every death figure from COVID, that's a family destroyed through all those mm. numbers. Yeah. And um, what I wanted to do was something completely different away from numbers. I wanted to use people's faces. And when you see people's faces from all around the world, that kind of puts something different to you. Saying that person is suffering from TN. And my last movie had over 1,100 people from 84 countries all over the world with the same pain. And I wanted to show the world these are the faces that's got the pain. Try and help us. Try and cure us. And that's what I try to do. My goodness. What a story. And this is a story that you live every single day yes. of your life. But as I say, I was given tea for a reason. Um, mm. I've said so many times, if I can get a cure for what I'm doing, I'll gra I'd gladly keep tea in for all my life, knowing the rest of the world is cured. <clears throat> wow. <clears throat> it's very noble and very noble words, Anthony, because uh, as we were talking about earlier, unless people have experienced it, you can never really understand. And this is why pain is something so personal, you know, whatever the pain that someone is going through. But what is crucial, isn't it, is that there is support out there because without the support, you know, people begin to feel alone and lonely and desperate. But there is support, isn't there, out there? Well, there is, yes. Um, you just have to type in TN or... Um, or um, it's difficult to spell. It's difficult to say. Mm. <laughs> it's uh, trigeminal neuralgia. It's taken me mm. two years to say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so people type in TN or FPA, which is Facial Pain Association. Mm -hmm. um, just type in FPA. That was the page that saved me. But in my mm -hmm. videos, um, all I can say is, if you've got these pains, you know you've got TN without seeing any doctors. I advise you to go and see a doctor as soon as you can. Mm -hmm. um, you need medical advice right away. Um, the best way to describe it is, um, imagine a really bad electrical um, thunder and lightning, um, mm. or a storm that you see in the horror movies with the lightning, and the power of a volcano. Now put the two together, imagine that force and the lightning behind your face, then that's quite close to TN. That is the pain that you go through every day, every second of the day. That's it, electrical storms in your face. But um, anybody that can't touch their face because of pain, get to the doctor right away. You need to see medical advice. Um, I was lucky. I had good support with family and everything. With Christine, as you know, mm. she uh, Googled the electrical pains. It went right to um, TN on the computer for general mm -hmm. neurology. Now, my friend in Canada... She's had TN 60 years of her life. Now, the first part of her life, before Google, before computers, before anything else, 
she had this unknown pain that nobody knew about. And um, they all thought she was insane that no pain like that could ever exist. Mm-hmm. And then the second part of her life, they found out, um, oh, she was insane. This pain actually does exist. And it actually has a name. But the most strangest thing I can think about, COVID-19, it's like the latter part of last year, the whole world knows about it. Mm. Through intense studies that I've done, started 400 BC. That's two and a half thousand years of pain that the world still doesn't know about. And that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just. And that's why you're raising awareness now. Oh, yes, I have to, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. It's my main um, ambition in life is to get everybody to say, TN, what the hell is that? I want people to say, oh, you've got TN, you must have an extreme pain. I want people to understand there are so many diseases out there that people just don't know know about. And I'm trying to um, educate the world to all the diseases that's um, hidden from people. They say that there's 350 million people suffering from a disease that's hidden from view. And people have to start being kind to everyone because mm. they don't know the secrets they're hiding and mm. the pain they're going through. And this is what I try to do through my videos. And it is, you know, really beautiful work because it is helping so many people, Anthony. And once you can raise awareness, you can educate people because if we are faced with pain of any type, the first thing is fear, isn't it? Because you don't, you know, you don't know what it is, you know, you don't know what it could be. And, you know, the fear sets in, but that's why we need more groups. We need more people out there that are willing to share their wisdom and their knowledge to, you know, help others. Because even to have somebody that you can talk to or not talk to, you know, there's something I read that you wrote about silence and it's like um, when you're in pain, you're silent. That That's the reason you're silent is because you're in pain, but people don't understand. They might think you're being moody or in a bad mood or, you know, being strange, but it's not. There are signs always that people give out. Um, it's like animals as well. When they're in pain, they're usually very, very quiet. So, it's very needed what you're doing on a, on a global scale. Now, do you have any groups, Anthony, that you have set up yourself to um, do with those? I've got a Scottish um, TN page because obviously, um, out of all the, the faces that I've did for my second movie, um, the majority are from America, um, Canada, and Australia. But TN pain in Britain isn't really talked about much. There is a, a few uh, UK-based TN groups, and mm. they're always like English-based. And I have um, a Scottish TN um, page. Mm-hmm. But I've been that busy with movies lately that um, I've not had a chance to update it, and I feel <laughs> a traitor to my own page. But. Oh. Um, <laughs> but you're busy doing the movies, aren't you, now? Yes. Well, as I say, Fraser Hines, um, he's the um, one movie I'm doing. Um, 
I'm doing a movie on Edinburgh cinemas. Um, there's a place in Edinburgh called Leith. Uh, I'm doing a movie on that. The new movie with uh, Deborah and Jamie. And obviously um, all the TN stuff I'm doing in the background as well. But uh, I'm always keeping myself busy. Because I feel if I'm busy, I'm not thinking about the pain behind me. So... Um, yes, that's, that's, that's very true. It's like um, a pair of glasses, for instance. Everyone, the majority of people wear glasses, whether it's for reading, um, everyday work, or even sunglasses. The legs of the sunglasses touch the side of your face. You've got pain with the TN. Mm -hmm. um, the glasses that I've got are specially built, so the, um, the bottom of the glasses don't touch the, my cheek. So um, I actually um, hold my glasses away from my face. So the um, the bottoms of the glasses don't touch my face, and um, anything just slightly brushing your face, you've got the TN pain. So I've been lucky in my respect to find a medication that makes it um, life worth living, worth life to get on with things. So, so I take uh, a few pills. It numbs my face. I can start doing my computer work, and. Um, there's so many people out there that's not got the right medication yet. And this is why I keep on trying to tell people in my videos, there's so much medication out there that will help you, but not cure you. And um, there's a thing, uh, a lady in America who's um, Leslie Carmen, her daughter, um, Lee, made a beautiful song called Zombie. And it's like, um, when you're taking the pills, over and over again, you feel like a zombie. And her words in the song are absolutely beautiful. And it should be a TN theme tune. Or not theme tune, but um, the national anthem. Mm. And um, it's something that should be heard over and over again. And I do that a lot. Now, Leslie is from Carmen Care. And obviously, she needs the um, as much... Um, limelight as possible and people talk about what she does because she's not got the cure but she's certainly got the um, the help for TN people and it's um, like when you go to um, oh gosh um, people that's got the you know, the sound waves that the people who do your ankles and that I can't remember what it's called now <laughs> the people who do what you know, people that um, work on your ankles and that, and they've got this, like, this like, cold thing that goes up and down your legs. Um, I, I don't know who they are. <laughs> well, it's who are they? <laughs> we'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. Right. Um, but she does a lot of work like that, that uh, has this device that goes up and down your face. And as I said, it helps the TN pain. Our daughter went through it. And she's TN free now. Now, she really? Yeah, she um, suffered with everything that I've been saying about before. Um, mm. All the TN people in the world will tell you what they've gone through. But what Leslie's got, I, I was actually showed in my second movie that um, there is help out there. But what I'm trying to do is um, advertise Leslie's business so much that she can actually spread around the world. Well, and what's, what's her name again, Anthony? Is it Leslie Carmen? Leslie Carmen, and where is she based? Uh, she's based in Florida, in America, just now. Okay. Um, so, do you think that if we tap her in 
to Google, she will come up. Oh, yeah, certainly. Yeah. And um, yeah. you'll see her on my um, my videos as well. I've done um, a few videos of Carmen Care. Mm -hmm. I've also used uh, Lee's song in the videos that I do as well now. So uh, oh, there, is, okay. there is help out there, but uh, what I'm trying to do is rather than make, make her America based, I want her worldwide based. So I want her to get the funding to uh, spread it around the world. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm just thinking, I don't want to sound like a politician or anything here, but um, there's so much money that can be poured into TN that's not being done. Mm. I remember, uh, I'm getting so much trouble for this now, you'll probably edit it out. <laughs> um, I've got um, a lot of greenhouses and um, it's got, I'm not mentioning the person's name, but um, the person is putting all these money into all these panes, but they could be putting money into one pane, TN. So it's just a play of words. <laughs> mm, mm. So I won't, we won't edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> I've I'm had all sorts on here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mention the person's name because you'll probably get the FBI on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't, don't, don't say the name, but um, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm just actually talking to you. I've just Googled her uh -huh. and um, it's a laser. Is it a laser that you laser, were talking about? Laser, that's the one I could Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a laser. Leslie Carmen, and um, yes. she's based in the States and she uses, so she uses a laser uh, to help with the pain. Is that correct? Yes, it's, it's not a laser that will like um, burn your skin like, um, mm. there is a temporary cure. Now, I can't remember the initials. I think it's MVD mm -hmm. that people go through and it goes through the back of the, the ear and it causes a massive scar, but um, it lasers the um, the nerve that's caused the damage. Mm -hmm. And okay. uh, I said to Kristen, I said, yes, I would love to go through that. I'd love to get cured, but it's not a long-term effect. Some people it is, but so many people say, oh, three months later, I had all the pain back again. So I don't want to go through all that just to be told in three months' time, I might get it back again. I want something that will cure the pain fully. So um, Leslie has the, um, the technology there. It is laser treatment, but not lasers as we know to like burn the skin. It's, mm -hmm. uh, it's, on, another, it's on another level using a different type of uh, yeah. level. Mm. Yes, I think it's more done with sound rather than light. Um, ah, okay. It's, um, it works on a different frequency. That's right, yes. Mm. And um, with um, TN, loud noises um, or bang of drums, anything like, it's like toothache going through your head. Mm. It's um, like a, a thousand percent worth toothache. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. A lot more than that, yes. Mm -mm. So what mm. I do is, with the music, um, I've actually went into this as well. Um, you go through like a certain frequency that's uh, soothing to TN patient. So all the music I use in my videos is at the frequency that's not going to harm um, people's TN pain. So I do that as well. Oh. So I, try not, I try not to use things that's got loud drums in it or um, yes. things like that, just like soothing music. And I still have fights with YouTube today and um, for copyright, etc. for my 
my thing, my videos I'm saying, well, I'm not making any money. I'm just doing world awareness here. I have the argument with them all the time. And then they think about it and they say, right, well, I'll like this video. Um, my very first um, TN music video uh, was actually 30 minutes after I was diagnosed with it, uh, 2018. Yes, I'm, I'm just past my two-year anniversary. No, I'm coming up. This is my two-year anniversary coming up now. And I've already put a video out there. And uh, my first ever video was done mm -hmm. by Elton John. And it was said, uh, the record was called Someone Save My Life Tonight. And um, once again, YouTube banned the video on copyright grounds. And Elton John actually sent me an email saying that he loved what I did with my, what, he loved what he did with his song. And I could use all his songs in the future. So I sent that email to YouTube and I kind of had to like back away. <laughs> oh, imagine. Well, good for you. So Elton John was on my side. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> good old Elton. Good old Elton. Now, are you able to listen? I saw that you had Ennio Morricone on one of your um, videos. Are you able to listen to music now, Anthony? Um, yes, uh, I do. Obviously, but I'm, I do all my work in the living room and um, Christine watches the telly. So I have the headphones in, but just a lot of ones that go in your ears. So mm. um, it was like um, I had to use the song in question because it was um, Deborah's theme. <laughs> and yes. was Deborah Fenella. I'm thinking that's so brilliant. I can use that quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's a beautiful piece of music. And um, as I said, it was like uh, it's a sad passing because Eero just passed away recently. And mm. uh, I've, always liked, I've always liked his music anyway. Mm. And I think it's a good tribute to him as well, me using his song or his uh, music in the videos as well. So it's a great tribute to him as well. Yeah, it is really. And daily I wanted to ask you, Anthony, are you free of pain with the medication or does it just lessen the pain? It lessens the pain. Um, with TN, it's always there. Um, mm. Sometimes I can... Once I've taken the medication, it'll take maybe 15, 20 minutes for the face to numb. And then I can start mm -hmm. touching my face again. Pre-medication, um, I know it's time to take more pills. If you touch your face and you start getting pain, it's time to take more pills. It's mm. just, I can't stress enough that if people can't touch their face without pain, for any reason, go see a doctor. Don't be scared. Just go and see him. Um, I was scared to see my doctor at the start in 2012, um, saying, oh, there's nothing wrong with me. It's just a headache. Now, if Christy never made that phone call to the doctor, I wouldn't oh. be speaking to you now. Yeah. So don't, don't be a coward. For anything that's bugging you, just go to the doctor. Um, even a phone call, the doctor will speak to you. Oh. Just... Anything that bugs you at all, go to medical advice. You have to. Um, as I say, with TM, Christian spotted it. With the headaches, Christian spotted it. I'm just lucky that uh, I've got a non-medical person on my staff here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you have also, we were, we, we were talking about this earlier, I have to say to everyone, but you also have a, um, another beautiful companion apart from 
you know, your lovely earth angel, you have your dog, the husky, oh, sorry, Snowy, yes. who's, a, who's yes. a completely, it seems to be a complete blessing in your life, Anthony. Oh, yeah, she's a great relief. Um, whenever Christine has to go to the shops or um, do anything, like babysitting duties or anything, um, mm. Snowy's always there um, giving me these funny looks and... As people know me, they'll see all my edits that I've put on Facebook with uh, Snowy. She even has her own page. She's a wee celebrity. Yes. <laughs> and um, it's like she's like a human form in a dog. And she's just crazy. She's just, she's well, looking at her just She's now, a she's, diva, isn't she? Because oh, I've seen, uh, yes. uh, yeah, I, I was looking at, I have to say to the listeners, I was looking at Anthony's um, dog and. Um, She's very beautiful. She's a husky and she has blue eyes and I'm totally in love with huskies. Um, but you should see how she looks. You know, she knows she's beautiful. And this is the thing, isn't it? It's, it she takes full advantage, doesn't she, of that? Oh, she's um, getting sick of me now. She's like, if I sh she sees a camera in my hand, she's off. I've got one picture. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one picture where she's laid in the, lo uh, the lobby. Out of the corridor, looking at me, saying, "No, you've got a camera in my hand. I'm not coming in." <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you're going to you're going to send me a photograph of you and her. And we're going to use it for the publicity because um, she's beautiful, um, and you know, does she bring you the calm and serenity, Anthony? Because they say you know that animals have this sixth sense. I mean, we also have a sixth sense, but unfortunately, sometimes we choose not to listen to it. Um, but animals are always there on that sort of um, vibe, as they say. Is she there also to bring you peace and calm, would you say? Oh, I would say, uh, we've had her, what, um, four years now, and um, we got her, we're quite lucky to get her. She was like eight months old when we got her. And we were actually the fourth owners at eight months old. And, oh, uh, what happened? It was just um, people love the idea of having a husky, but they don't love the idea of our uh, shedding hairs twice a year. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's the um, the molting of hairs that um, can do a lot of people's heads in. We've had her four years now, and we're on the fourth vacuum cleaner. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You don't realise, actually that they do have a lot of hair. They seem very sleek, but I've heard that they shed a lot of hair. Well, a typical, typical shedding lasts um, four weeks. And um, there's actually, I'll have to send you the picture as well, where um, there's actually, you don't know where the husky begins or where the hair ends. It's, <laughs> uh, it's uh, as I say, we've got the, a crag and a hoover now, it's pet hair, it's made for um, dog hair. Mm. Um, about two years now, and Christine still loves vacuuming the dog hair up, don't you, Christine? No. <laughs> there we go. But she's a little mascot, isn't she? For, um, you were telling me earlier, for, is it Say No to Dog Meat? That's right, yeah. She's uh, one of the, um, the characters from uh, that campaign as well. Mm -hmm. Um and she's got a little scarf on, and um, that says, say, not a dog mate. But uh, I want to try and um, get a picture of her holding it over her nose. But Huskies hate anything touching her nose, it's like we all do. Oh, and, um, okay. She just wants it still, so I'm 
just going to have to try and get our favourite biscuits so I can um, bribe her. <laughs> <laughs> now tell us a little bit about this um, Say No to Dog Meat. It's um, a campaign that's, um, you've seen the horror pictures where all the dogs and mm. animals are locked up in cages, sometimes maybe 20, 30 animals in one cage. In and, China? In China, yes. Mm. The Yulin, uh, is it the Yulin um, dog meat festival or something? That's right, they, they do all the uh, festivals, yes. Um, I mm. can't remember if Julia does um, one in um, Edinburgh or not. But uh, I'm hoping that she might do one up here and we can get to Snowy to um, meet the other dogs. Uh, she loves that. She's a very friendly, good-natured dog. Too friendly. <laughs> Aww. But she did, well, but she's, she's, a, she's a little guardian, isn't she, as well? Yeah, she's actually... She knows um, I'm talking about her, so her ears... She's laid on the kitchen floor, um, <laughs> looking at me with her ears up, saying, well, if you're going to talk about me, give me a biscuit. <laughs> Well, that's the least that you can do, Anthony. Now, come on. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, the picture, um, I don't know if you saw the promotional picture that um, I did for this interview. No, I haven't as yet. Um, it was actually uh, what I posted on Facebook today. And okay. um, it was a picture that um, I love. It's when we first got Snowy. Mm -hmm. And um, that's when she was eight months old. She's never changed. She's never got any bigger or smaller. And um, the picture is uh, me. It was actually with the walking stick. Oh, I don't know if that, you heard that or not. No, no, no. And um, the picture I did was for the, um, the interview today. And so it's got snowy in it, has it? I'm going to send it yeah. to me. I'll have a look at that. It's in your inbox, that. Oh, <laughs> let's have a look. Oh, that's rather fancy, I have to say. Oh, that looks very lovely. That's when she was eight months old when we first got her. Oh, beautiful. Does she bite? Um, she only bites one person, that's me. Oh. <laughs> I'm her, um, as we call her, I'm her two-legged um, chew toy. <laughs> oh, so she's your dog. She looks after you or is she... A family dog, so to speak. She's actually um, Christine's dog. Um, this is Christine's dog, okay. Yeah, it was, um, it was a family pet because it's just the two of us here. Mm -hmm. And um, it was actually Christine's daughter because um, Christine loved everything husky. She loved putting, posting pictures of huskies on and all different formats. Mm. And she said, oh, I just love huskies. And uh, our daughter had a chance to um, get this uh, husky for a, quite a cheap price. Because the people were moving the house and they couldn't take a husky, a dog with them. Mm. So, uh, one, Chris, uh, one birthday uh, four years ago, our daughter popped up and said, um, Oh, mum, you like huskies, don't you? She went, Yes, I love them. She said, We've got one for your birthday. Oh. <laughs> and uh, Kristen's uh, favourite words are, If I knew the huskies shed that much, I wouldn't have taken them. <laughs> oh, I bet she would. <laughs> I bet she would. I bet she would. I think we all say that about our pets sometimes, but um, you know, you couldn't be without them. They're well, such the, a joy in life. The last four years has been perfect with her, and um, obviously with um, me having the TN pains and um, the mm. dog, so you could see I was in agony, but um, she couldn't do anything about it. 
she was like cuddling up to me. She never used to cuddles up to me, but this time she um, she knew there's something wrong with me, but just mm-hmm. couldn't know what. And she was always cuddling me and putting her head in my lap and uh, looking up at me saying, I'm trying to help you, but I can't. Oh, <laughs> but you know what, Anthony? It doesn't matter because I think that they are healing anyway. Animals are very healing and they are, you know, exquisite in their nature that even though we think that physically they're not doing anything, their presence is enough to just give us that sort of serenity inside ourselves. There's definitely medication in in four legs. Um, I can't have cats because Chrissy loves cats, Mm. but I'm allergic to cats. So um, cats is a no-no. <laughs> oh, hang on. I'm getting, a, I'm getting a bit of movement here. I mentioned cats. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Don't mention that word at all. <laughs> oh, no, she, um, she loves cats. She's not one of these dogs that will um, see a cat and chase after it. Mm. She sees a cat and she sees it as a plaything. She wants to, um, to play with the cat. So uh, there's one little... That's unusual. So there's, a, there's a ginger cat that actually chases Snowy up at the back here. And um, Snowy actually lets his cat chase her. <laughs> oh, oh, she's got a little, little friend there. Oh, yeah, definitely. She's, she's actually, um, I mentioned the cat word, so she's lying next to me now. <laughs> <laughs> don't mention it, don't mention it again. And oh. she, when it thunders and rains um, here in Edinburgh, as it rains a lot. She's always at the window, um, looking at the weather, saying, ha ha, I'm not out in that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so she's really a part of the family. And, and you know, uh, there's so much, you know, I was, I was talking to somebody the other day, actually, and they were telling me about a service dog, and they just got a black Alsatian. Um, and her son had suffered a three, I think, um, brain surgeries. And she said that since they've got this dog, he has improved so much because yeah, well, yeah. it's like having a buddy with you all the time. They're definitely medication. They really are. Um, as I said, I put up the tea in first hit. Um, she wanted to help me so much, but she just couldn't help me. She knew I was like in pain. I was in agony. Oh. I was like, I couldn't. I was crying. And as you know, tears in your eyes is one of the triggers that triggers the pain as well. Yes. So um, even though you're in pain, you know you can't cry because um, it mm. causes you even more pain. So you just have to like sit there until mm. the pain ends. Um, so it was like, um, there's one picture I've got as well. It's um, a masseur and um, there's a hole in the ceiling and um, the masseur saying, was that the delicate spot you were talking about? And that's, oh. TN, that's TN right there. Yeah. You touch your face without going through the ceiling. Mm, mm, so mm. Um, even like Snowy was like trying to cuddle me. I was like pushing her away and she couldn't understand why. So it was... Does she understand? Does she understand now that she's been longer with you? Oh, she does. You know. She's a mm. more of a mommy's girl than a daddy's girl. She's more a daddy's girl when I'm rustling up a packet of sweets or something, and she's mm. right there. <laughs> oh. oh there's a, a, so there's a picture saying, um, there's four pictures of Snowy, and there's Burglar, no reaction. Um, 
someone knocking at the door, no reaction. Doorbell, no reaction. Packet of biscuits, she's right there. <laughs> <laughs> she knows what's important in her life, doesn't she? Oh, yeah. She? Packets of biscuits. To hell with the doorbell, I want a packet of biscuits. <laughs> but you were telling me she, she's, very, she's a very fussy eater, isn't she? Oh, yes. Um, mm. Chrissy will have, like, she's got um, three bowls of uh, various biscuits that she's always on hand. If she wants anything, she can have a wee nibble. Uh, mm. We've got our chicken sticks. It's like um, rawhide in the, in the centre and bits of chicken around the outer side. And she loves them. So she'll eat all the chicken but leave the rawhide. <laughs> so we've got all oh. these little sticks lying about the house. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's always uh, getting bits and pieces of, of, of us. <clears throat> but what we've got recently was uh, she, we've always been told, as long as huskies are drinking water, they're fussy eaters. They'll eat when they want to. So we'll get them right. two or three days where she eats non-stop. She's like a camel. She'll eat non-stop for two days, and then for the next week, she'll eat nothing. So uh, then you get Oh, kind of, really? Yeah, we get kind of worried after that, and we try and give her, we give her steak. She loves steak. Mm. I just look at the steak thinking, that could be on my plate. And Chris would say, no, it's a fun dog. <laughs> oh, you're very generous. But, um, but that's why I said to you, you know, she looks like a big dog. Does she eat a lot? No, no. She's, uh, she's not a fussy eater at all. Sorry, she's a fussy eater. She's not a big eater. She's not a big eater. She eats, um, sort of makes a scrambled eggs for her and she eats scrambled eggs. Oh, my goodness. That's the life. <laughs> I think so, we're all going to come and move in with you. <laughs> she likes uh, Chrissy's scrambled eggs and um, she eats uh, tuna. Uh, she likes all kinds of fish. In the hot summer, <laughs> she has um, tuna ice cubes. It's a uh, tuna with um, frozen water around it. So she gets the, um, the tuna, but it's also it's, the ice cubes is cooling her down as well. Do you make that for her? Yeah, yeah. Chrissy does it, yeah. It's uh, just basically tuna in the trays, poured in mm -hmm. water, and then a few hours later she's got her treats for her, and it cools her down. Because obviously with the big thick coats, they're always walking about uh, panting. Out of story. That sounds like a fine idea, actually, a tuna uh, ice cream for dogs, <laughs> isn't it? It sounds tuna like a cream. mighty fine <laughs> invention, actually. I don't know if that exists. Um... I don't know if you can buy it on the supermarket, but certainly... Well, it's it's something you could look into. Certainly <laughs> made in Edinburgh. <laughs> now, Anthony, you know, as we come to the end of the episode, it, it's, you know, you are such a delight because you are so inspiring. And I'm in awe, really, as I am with a lot of my guests, but particularly with you, what you have been through and what you are trying to do for mankind is really amazing work. But as we come to the end, I want to ask, I always ask my guests this, what is it that you can give advice or inspiration to people out there that has helped you in your life and that can help people really when, you know, they need to lift me up or, they're not feeling too good that day. What is it um, that can give them hope? Just um, 
two words that go through everybody's life is be kind. Um, if you're kind to someone, they'll be kind back to you. Don't be horrible. Just rid the world of horrible things. It's like um, colour, religion, beliefs. Just let people go with their own things and then they'll be kind to you. Um, it doesn't matter the colour of their skin. It doesn't matter what religion or what God they follow, what the beliefs they go for. Just let people get on with it. And then all these people that's got these different religions, they're suffering the same pain as we all do. And what I try to do is, as I say, there's 36 charities there that I've, so many I've never heard of. I just want to do as many videos as I possibly can to cure the world of all these diseases that we don't know about. Um, I had to get TN to know about it. If I never got TN, I would be like so many people out there. TN, what's that? I don't know what TN is. I had to get it to find out about it, to be like a nicer person, to be nice to the world, to um, make these videos so the world could understand uh, us a little bit better. It's not a case of us and them. It's Okay, see, we've got a pain that you don't understand. Tony's here to let you understand it more. So uh, that's what I try to do with everything I do. Just let the world understand us a little bit more. Live and let live. Exactly, yes. Mm -hmm. Amazing story. Now, Anthony, where can people get hold of you? Um, and please tell us at the weekend. Just on Facebook uh, under um, Anthony James Mattox. Um, there's uh, my AGM Productions uh, page on Facebook as well. Mm -hmm. There's even uh, Snowy's page. Uh, just type in Snowy and she'll pop up. <laughs> and what uh, should they? Um... What should they look up for Snowy as well? What What's that page well, it's actually, um, the It's actually Hale's Quarry, which is the place that she does all running around on. Um, ah, okay. They said at the start, never let a husky off its lead. I will never come back to you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, obviously, with everything that's happening just now, we've not been up to the park for such a long time. So I think when we go back up there again, it'll be a case of keeping her on the lead for quite a while. Mm. Until she gets uh, used to the um, the people around her again and the dogs around her. And um, I've got a, a 60 foot lead that she uh, has got a bit of freedom there. So, okay. what happens is she normally uh, says, Oh, I'm free here. And then she'll run the full length of the 60 foot lead. And then your arms get stretched. <laughs> oh, do you have to take her out for a walk every day? Yeah, she gets her uh, three walks a day. Um, three walks a day? Three walks a day, yes. Christy uh, does it in the morning, I do it in the afternoon, and then we both do it at night time. Because um, obviously with um, the things that go through your head, it's like you don't think you're safe out there. Hmm. It's um, just the feeling that you get that you're being followed, or it's just things that go through your head with the TN, etc. Yeah, of course. It makes you more paranoid. Hmm. I understand. Well, it's the daylight, I'm okay. Um, yeah. I came back from my mum's one night um, recently and it was about night, night time and it started getting darker and I'm on the bus with a mask on and 
there's other people coming on, they're looking at you thinking, you're strange, and thinking, well, you're strange, you've got a mask on. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's just the, the thought of paranoia just creeping in, and um, it's always a relief just to get back in the house again, and you're on a bit of safety. I think that is the sign of the times at the moment. Um, but um, we should do whatever makes us feel safe. And um, it doesn't really matter what anyone else says, as long as we're feeling fine and it gives us serenity and peace, that's what we should do, Um, especially in these times now. And I want to say again, Anthony, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a real pleasure to meet you. Well, thank you for inviting me on the show and... uh... I hope you enjoy Snow's uh, pictures on our page. <laughs> oh, yes, definitely. And and um, please do send some more because beautiful Snowy, I have to say. Beautiful, beautiful. But um, for everyone out there, have a look at um, Anthony's page, Anthony James Mattox, and also on YouTube, Anthony. What should they tap in? No, um, AGM Productions um, in capital letters. I'm, I'm the right one for capital letters. <laughs> Okay, okay. I think the older you get, the um, more blind you become, so cat locks, you can see it better. It helps, doesn't it? (laughs) It certainly uh, helps. Everyone thinks you're shouting at them, and and it's like, no, it's not that. It's I can't see the letters. That's what that is. (laughs) Exactly, yes. Yeah, yeah. Anything, um, AGM Productions, um, Mm -hmm. just try Gemini Neuralgia, 9 out of 10 Mm -hmm. times, you'll see one of my videos there. Um. I know the second movie goes on a bit, but um, there is messages throughout it all. There is um, messages of hope through it. And the last part is the uh, Leslie Carmen bit, where um, if you're US-based, you'll certainly get um, a lot of people applying there. Now, since I started doing the TN groups, I just had friends just mostly about to Edinburgh, Scotland, um, a few people in, in uh, England through uh, Christian's contacts in England. And then from TN, when I started doing TN, I've mm. got friends in about 90 countries from what I do with TN. My goodness. And they, um, they understand my Scottish typing very well. <laughs> 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 the great thing about text is there's no such thing as an accent. No, this is very true. Well, you understood me, didn't you? And I understood you. And Sorry, in the language, that? I said we, we understood each other, didn't yes, we? Yes, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> as long as the um, the world can um, understand my accent, that's all I'm worried about. Um, well, I, I think it's endearing, actually. And um, I, I always get, I have a lot of people on the podcast from all over the world, but I have a lot from the States and... Um, People said, well, how, how do you understand them? And I said, well, they're only from the States, for goodness sake. And I said, no, but, it, you know, you have to get accustomed to anything. I, I'm, I'm sure even when I'm appearing on things, you know, yourself on, on shows and things and the way that we both sound, we, we sound different, of course, but um, people have to get accustomed. But within the first sort of five, ten minutes, it, it's sort of second nature, isn't it? Well, there's only, there's only one thing that um, someone can say that's really, really nasty, really horrible, and it's the worst thing anybody can say to me, is, what part of Glasgow are you from? (laughs) (laughs) 
It's um, Sean Connery, a great man indeed. Um, like I was born in 62 and mm. the first James Bond movie came out in 1962. Mm. So I couldn't wish for a better uh, year to get born. And um, Sean Connery, met him a few times in Edinburgh, great man indeed. Um, obviously through the later part of his life now, which um, it'll be sad the day that he goes. He's no actor anymore, but... Um, We've got always movies uh, to fall back on. It'll be a great memory forever to see Sean Curry's movies. And I think it was The um, the Rock, and he played a criminal with... Um, oh, gosh. Let's see if you actually the, the names that don't come to you. But the movie The Rock, and um, on his form, it's got place of birth in Glasgow. And I thought, he agreed to that? <laughs> oh. think, no, it's in Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, dear. But, but yes, I mean, I, I think I have to say that I think Sean Connery um, was my favourite Bond. It was certainly mine, but I'm being biased there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the the best theme tune had to be "Love and Let Die." I just love that tune, and as it happened, it was on yesterday. Who wrote that? Yeah, that was uh, Paul McCartney and Linda McCartney. Oh, was it really? Yes. Um, obviously, I, I was past his um, Beatles days, so he was in um, Wings at the time. So it was Paul McCartney um. and Linda McCartney. And that's my most favourite theme tune. But for, um, for Soothingness, Moonraker by Shelley Bassey, uh, people know Shelley Bassey by um, Goldfinger and Dimes mm. Forever, but they always don't know the third theme tune she did. That was Moonraker. Roger she Bass. did Moonraker. I didn't realise that. Yeah, she did. That was a third movie she did. And uh, that is a really, really nice uh, tune. I'll do like My favourite is Diamonds Are Forever, I have to say. Oh, Shelley Bassey again, yes. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. And they do it... Um, I don't know which Philharmonic did it, but um, the one without the words, so it's the music only, and the, it's quite beautiful, actually, I have to say. The, um, there's a one that's to see um, what the theme tune did uh, Nat King Cole do, and everyone's saying Nat King Cole didn't do one. And it's mm. actually, um, it's on um, in Scotland next week, I don't know if it's in England, but um, on Her Majesty's Secret Service with George Lazenby. And um, it's got the start as the normal James Bond theme, but Nat King Cole sings We Have All the Time in the World right at the very end. Oh. I'm going to look all this up now. I am, a, I am a Bond fan, I have to say. Oh, I'm uh, right at the trivia pit. It's like um, when it comes to quizzes and it's anything to do with number ones, UK number ones. Uh, I'm right there, but the, the brain up, I've lost a lot of knowledge, so mm. I'm trying to um, relearn everything I used to know. Um, I've got a book that's got um, all the hit singles, so I look at this ever so often and try to learn all the stuff I've forgotten, or all the stuff that's taken from me. And that's a okay, lot so you're relearning all of, all of that, and how's that yeah. going? 
it's uh, not too bad. I'm getting to know a lot more um, uh, trivia on telly now. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. Um, it's uh, like there's a quiz on just out the chase, and that's uh, our favourite tea time to watch. Mm-hmm. And there's just um, a, a question about the um, the uh, DC comics, which I know the answer to. It's Iceman. It just came up there. <laughs> oh. Um, and it's like anything with DC Comics or Marvel Comics, what I was brought up with. And now, in this day and age, we're getting all these uh, different TV series of all the um, heroes that I used to be brought up on. Mm. But the, um, everyone can be a superhero. And this is on one of my edits as well. Everyone can be a superhero. If you can listen, you have got a superpower. If you've got the power to listen, there's your superpower right there. We can all be superheroes. I think we are all superheroes. Have you got the power to talk and listen? There's your superheroes. Right there. We have a lot to be grateful for, no matter what um, we have been through, no matter what we are going through, no matter what we may have as a disability. We are incredible beings and we are beautiful. And thank you for reminding us today, Anthony, um, of really some of the most basic things and the basic secrets of life, I think. Um, and please do come again. Oh, do that, certainly, yes. Come again and share all your sort of new adventures that you've had. But thank you again for coming on the show and sharing these moments with us. Well, thank you so much for inviting me, and I hope uh, my accent comes across okay to the world. <laughs> it does. You just sound like James Bond. I'm just going to say that Sean Connery was on. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> All right, then. Well, take care. Right, thank you very much. And you take All care. All right, then. Take thank care. Bye. Bye, Bye. 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 Anthony James Maddox. What an incredible story of courage and resilience in the face of adversity. Remarkable. Thank you so much for joining me today. I send you lots of love and lots of blessings. Until next time, look after yourselves. Thank you for listening to Secrets for an Inspirational Life, brought to you by your host, Mimi Novik. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and see you in the next episode. For more information about Mimi Novik and her books, music and inspirational work, take a look at her website, www.miminovic.co.uk.